My name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, because all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned into the VIP Sports Podcast. I'm Darren Otero, a.k.a. Steve Stevens. Sitting here once again with my ride-along co-host, the paparazzi. What's going on, brother? Man, we're getting some great sport news this morning, so I'm getting fired up. I think everybody's fired up. July should be going off with a bang. When they light those fireworks on 4th of July, I'm going to feel like they were for me, for sure. I think we're even getting sports before July, so I'm, I'm really raring to go. Absolutely, and we're going to get back into all that uh, here in this show today. There's a lot of exciting news about sports betting. All you people out there that are fiending to get back on the grind, fiending to get that second income, well, it's going to be here way before you know it, my friend. Uh, 30 days, uh, 45 days comes very, very quickly, Poppy. It's, it's moving for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, guys, if you're just tuning in to the VIP Sports Podcast, we're coming live and direct from our studio here at VIP Sports uh, out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the weather has been absolutely gorgeous lately. Can't, couldn't get any better. Maybe a tad hot right now, but uh, besides that, it is gorgeous out here. Absolutely. You know, once it starts hitting the hundreds, it gets super duper hot, but it's definitely golf course weather. Uh, they've opened up all the golf courses out here in Las Vegas again. So, uh, took the sun out there the other day and had a blast out there. You don't golf, do you, Poppy? Uh, you know, I used to, but uh, due to the back injury and the knee injury, I can't do it anymore, <laughs> but I used to love golfing. Absolutely. I'm just the opposite. I'm hella good at it, and after six, seven holes, I'm done. Well, well, your stepson uh, made a comment out there that uh, he gave you a, a little run around the golf course. Well, I've obviously told him well. You only know what you <laughs> tell people, so, you know, God bless him. But uh, me and him both know what's going on. I put it on him pretty good. However, he is getting a lot better. I think in nine holes, he shot eight over. Pretty good. Eight, pretty good. That's fantastic for a 16-year-old. That only been playing for, what, a year and a half? Yeah. So, anyway, guys, May 7th, 2020, podcast number 264. Your bookie will soon be a whore. Wow. Because we are going to pimp his ass out like he's never been pimped before here uh, starting uh, late June, early July. He, he better get ready for it because he's going to get a beating. <laughs> Our show airs every Thursday night. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. I'm going to be on the live chat again tonight to, you know, bust it up with you guys. Make sure you ask me any question that you want. Uh, I'm here to answer anything you could possibly think of, uh, including Master Closer 101, uh, which launched Monday uh, like I said, you want to turn your mouthpiece from a BB gun to an Uzi, make sure you go to mastercloser101.com or you can DM us at admin at mastercloser101.com uh, as well. And correct? we'll talk a little bit about that in this show too. And we have another uh, preview, a couple minute preview, so guys can really see what they're missing out on, what they need to invest in themselves in. Now, this segment's very important, Poppy. As you know, uh, advertising is going to be huge over here at VIP Sports. Uh, we put all our sponsors on hold. Uh, due to the COVID, you know, all these businesses are shut down. People aren't advertising. However, with the reality show we got coming back, with the movie about my life, with sports betting uh, on track to be doing three times the numbers that it did before COVID, people are sitting at home ready to bet. 
Why don't you tell these people if they want to advertise on the podcast how they can do that? Well, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, you own a small business or work at a company interested in getting involved with this booming sports betting industry, send us an email over at advertising at VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We will get back to you with all the details on how to become a sponsor of this show. As you know, today is uh, Thursday. Our show's got a great preview for you today. We're going to do a little throwback Thursday. A couple events that happened on this day uh, a while back. UFC 249 uh, looking scheduled to get it done. Uh, Another thing you can bet on and make some good money. Shout out to Dana White for not taking no for an answer, doing whatever it takes to have UFC fight and for people to be able to bet. And in fact, he's having three events within a week and big events, so really shout out to Dana White. Absolutely. We got Major League Baseball news, which is very exciting, NBA and boxing. Little breaking news that just came in just now in the golf world. Uh, Looks like that it is official. Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning to take on Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Uh, what's your thoughts on that matchup there? I'm taking Tiger and Peyton all day long. Well, it's a, it's a $10 million charity event. Uh, it's going to go either May 24th or May 25th. Uh, it will be televised, so everybody can watch that. That's going to be great. Um, I lean towards uh, Tiger and uh, Tiger and Peyton because I think Peyton's a better golfer than Tom's going to be for sure. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, talking about Tom Brady as well, because, you know, as we looked at the schedule, if uh, everything goes right, game one, it would be Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. That's right. You got a little uh, inside preview. Uh, they're going to do a uh, schedule release uh, show tonight. Yes, they for are. three hours. But uh, Stevie Wales over here got a little inside information and uh, found out who Tom Brady uh, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers first opponent is going to be, and it's exciting. That would be probably the one game that I would want to watch for sure. Most exciting, two best quarterbacks in the league, uh, besides my boy Mahomes over there at uh, Kansas City. But definitely a game to watch, and I look forward to NFL, but look even more forward to baseball coming back July 1st. That's right, and we're going to talk about that. If you guys are watching the podcast uh, on YouTube, make sure you join the live chat we have on the first airing of each episode. We pre-tape the podcast, but we'll be on the live chat each week to mix it up with you guys and answer any questions. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and when you click the subscribe button, make sure you also click on the bell and choose to receive notifications on all videos we post. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, and we read every one of your comments. Once again, Master Closer 101 email address is admin at mastercloser101.com. There's no better time than now during COVID to invest in yourself. You know, we always invest in other people. Uh, We buy material shit, but it's very rare that we invest in ourselves. Considering that we are our best asset that we have on this planet, there's no better person than to invest in yourself. Take your sales skills from a goldfish to a whale, turn your mouthpiece from a BB gun to an Uzi overnight, and learn the proper modern day techniques of closing how to be the best you can be, mindset, how to prepare your day, how to overcome objections, voice fluctuation, how to say the right thing at the right time, and more importantly, how to close the deal. Yeah, and I got to say, you know, this being the first week that the guys have actually got the course and everything like that, not that I ever doubted any success with you, but I've honestly been blown away at how these guys, how serious some of these guys have taken it, the positivity, the motivation they've come back with, the small life changes already that they've been telling you that they've been experiencing and, and just just how good, of course, they've been saying that this is because you've been personally in touch with some of these guys asking for the feedback and you've been getting great feedback uh, about this course. 
Oh, without any shadow of a doubt. Have you heard some of the testimonial letters? Uh, yes, we've heard some of the testimonials. Uh, we, we got one the other day, and uh, hopefully next podcast, uh, they're, hopefully we're going to play that for uh, a few of the viewers. Well, the filming of Master Closer 101 was around 300 grand, so it's going to be a lot okay. of deals to sell just to, to break even before Steve Stevens starts seeing any money. But the whole idea is to let everybody become better and, uh, you know, do what they can. Yeah. Here, here's a testimonial. Closer at one in the morning. Were you able to sleep? I'm a, actually, I didn't get no sleep last night. I've I, I, honestly been going through the material, and the same token, I mean, I was like, you know what? I'm too pumped up. So I was watching a couple of videos. I got a good workout in, and guess what I did? For the first time ever, I recited so much goddamn positivity uh, in, in the mirror today. Everybody thought like I was losing my mind. Like I was literally talking to myself for. I told you some of your peers will think you're weird. I do it on a daily basis. And how did it make you feel? You know what? I actually, and I, and I said this three times today. I said, today's going to be the best goddamn day ever. Bro, you sound like a completely different person from yesterday to today. Yeah, and, and Steve, that, that's only from just, uh, you know, two So... Wait till you get through all 30 chapters. So, so far, what do you think of my program on a 1 to 10? Uh, it's, it's, it's a fucking 11. I love your fucking attitude, bud. Well, hey, man, my job is to make sure that... I anyway, guys, it goes on and on and on and on and on. But, you know, out of the, out of the, t out of the 15, you know, out of all the people that uh, are getting it, they're very excited. And uh, like I said, it makes me feel good knowing that I can change people's lives and people are benefiting from the product. Yep. It's not like back in the day where you'd see that guy, Anthony Dupree, out on his boat. I'm going to show you how to get rich overnight, blah, 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 blah. Correct. Then you buy the product and it's shit and it doesn't do nothing for you. Right. Mine's just the opposite. People get the product and they are so excited. They're happy to learn from the product. And it's definitely a life-changing course. Make sure you get involved in Master Closer 101. Uh, guys, like I said, you can listen to the podcast on... Uh, the VIP Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and all other major platforms. Or simply just ask Alexa, play the VIP Sports Las Vegas Podcast, and she'll run that shit for you right away. Way to go, Alexa. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at VIP Sports LV. If you don't want to call us direct, message me. Uh, it's definitely the best way to get in touch with me about doing business. We get our DMs instantly, and I'll get back with you instantly. Considering I don't have a job right now, considering I am a sports consultant and I sell sports picks and there's no sports, I definitely have a little time to focus on Master Closer and help you guys with any questions that you may have uh, for the couple sporting events that we're going to have like UFC and more importantly, baseball in July. Mm -hmm. What if they want to up their swagger a little bit, Poppy? Well, you know you got to get with the absolute blowout winter line and to do that, um, up your swagger. We've got white hoodies for the football season and t-shirts for any occasion. Perfect for any tailgate, sporting event, or just home on the sofa. This is the ultimate apparel for guys and girls who love to bet on sports. And if you are looking for the perfect gift for the sports better in your life this holiday season, head over to AbsoluteBlowoutWinner.com today. No doubt about it, guys. Now, I'm sitting here looking at last uh, week's uh, YouTube uh, results, and uh, there's a couple people that uh, were all excited trying to get a hoodie, uh, trying to get a couple shirts. So... As I'm looking through here, Poppy, let me see a couple things here. Uh, so thankful, working today, boom, overwhelming. Can't wait till next week's contest. And uh, it is what it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick about, you know, three or four people 
uh, right now that uh, are going to get a blowout winner shirt. Right, li- right now live, th- th- this is right here, guys. This isn't rigged. This isn't anything. He's going to just go through the list right here on the podcast live. You're going to see it. Well, without any shadow of a doubt, like a uh, uh, couple different people, uh, it, it is what it is. So here, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to just pick a couple people out uh, that wanted a hoodie and tell them, go ahead and get it. But uh, due to my eyes being so fucked up, Poppy, <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to go through this entire thing. But anyway, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Mark Leifer, you want a T-shirt? You got it. DM me right now. I'll send you out a T-shirt uh, immediately. Plain and fucking simple. Uh, here's another one right here. Uh, what's this? H-Town. H-Town Reds. Go ahead and send me a DM. I'll get you a, a, a T-shirt out immediately. Let me give one more. Uh, Big Art from the Under Valley. You want that T-shirt? DM me. You got it, brother. Anyway, why don't we say we get into the show, Pop? Let's get into the show. Let's give these guys some good information. We got Throwback Thursday. On May 7th, three different magical NBA moments happened back in the day. Okay? Number one on May 7th, 1989, Michael Jordan hit the hanging jump shot over Craig Elo and did his first fist pump in the air, which was a legendary moment for sure. I remember watching it uh, on TV. I I I can remember... Uh, they had like 1.8 or 1.9 seconds. I remember Jordan going, uh, he was getting guarded heavily, but found a crack in it, got the ball, went over to the foul line, drained it, and uh, it's one of the greatest shots ever. Splash and the famous fist pump, you yeah. know what I mean, that uh, Tiger Woods took into his game and elevated as well. Yes, sir. He did steal Michael Jordan's fist pump. He, he did, yes. Well, they're homeboys, so they should, you know what I mean? Anyway, the second thing, May 7th, 1995, Reggie Miller trash-talked Spike Lee then scored eight straight points in nine seconds for the win in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. I I remember that one, too. It it was almost unbelievable. The Knicks had that game one, and uh, Reggie Miller hit a three, stole the ball, went right right back to the three line, hit it again, then uh, scored another bucket and was right in Spike Lee's face. Oh, Uh, you can blame Spike Lee for hyping him the fuck up on that one. Yeah, he he did, but Reggie Miller, like, that was one of the greatest, I think, individual uh, accomplishments. In, in NBA a, history. Yeah, in, no in doubt a playoff game like that to win for your team. A great move. Way to go, Reggie Miller. Uh, number three, on May 7th, Allen Iverson had the most famous press conference of all time when he <laughs> said, we're sitting here talking about practice. Practice, not a game, practice. Here's the question. Which one of those May 7th moments is my favorite? I would have to say Jordan uh, hitting that shot was my favorite. But to me, the most uh, talent and unbelievable was the Reggie Miller situation, for sure. Something that's never been done before, and it was just absolutely fucking amazing. But the most memorable, I'd have to say, Mike fist pumping. Uh, I totally agree. I mean, I think that Michael Jordan is just iconic, uh, but the uh, personal best moment and unbelievable accomplishment was what Reggie Miller did in that second. I agree 110%. Anyway, guys, UFC number 249. <laughs> Shit, they're trying to catch up with our podcast. They are. I think Dana White's trying to get us. He's trying to catch us on the number of events with my number of podcasts. Uh, main event, Tony Ferguson, uh, minus $1.75 uh, versus uh, Justin Gaethje, uh, plus $1.45. Who do you like in this matchup here, Poppy? Uh, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. This was going to be uh, when, when supposedly this was going to be on an island. Uh, this fight, uh, they have different fighting styles and everything like this. Uh, I lean towards Ferguson in here. Um, I'm not a UFC expert, guys, uh, full disclosure. 
Um, I'm in it a little bit, and whenever he has his information on it, that's where I go. I lean towards Ferguson in this fight. Um, you know, Ferguson is a madman, a fighter with nonstop motor and can finish you on the ground. Uh, Gaethy took this fight on short notice because he was replacing somebody, uh, but he has now had more time to prepare since his fight had been canceled the last few weeks. Um, Gaethy is a warrior, but that could mean a lot of punishment, and uh, things might not go his way for, versus Ferguson. So I would uh, take uh, the favorite here, Ferguson. I agree. I like the little lean towards Ferguson as well. Uh, the co-main uh, event, 135-pound title. Uh, who we got going up on that one? Uh, we got Henry Cejudo. Uh, he's a 250 uh, favorite versus Dominic Cruz, who is plus 195 on the take back. Now, Dominic Cruz is possibly the greatest bantamweight fighter ever in UFC history, but injuries and extended time off is the story of his whole career. Uh, Cruz hasn't fought in almost four years, and he is a major underdog. Uh, I don't like laying minus 250 for any type of event or sporting event, but uh, I would give this to Henry without any shadow of a doubt. However, I don't like big favorites because in sports betting or betting period, you want value. And I don't see any value in a minus 250. That, that's, that's one I'm, of not putting up, I'm not putting up 25000 to win 10000 on nobody. Right, and that's, that's one of the things for anybody who gets involved with uh, Steve and his program uh, of money management and discipline. You, you're not a guy who goes and bets these $253. No, I'm a real sports consultant that looks for value. You don't need a professional sports consultant to give you minus two and three dollar fucking favorites. Right. That, there's no value there and there's no money to be made. So if you do have a sports consultant that's giving you favorites minus two and three dollars, tighten your shoelaces and run as fast as you can the other way from that motherfucker because all he's doing is playing with your money. If there's a smurf around town who carries a purse. I think a guy like that does that. Minus three dollars, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Where, I'm, where I come from, there's two things you don't do uh, and that's play with people's money because you either get hurt or killed. Right. So bottom line is, if, if you believe in me and you're rolling with me to consult, I'm going to find the best value to make the most amount of money possible with putting up the least amount of money. Correct. Let's move on to the heavyweights. Who we got here? We got Francis Naganu versus uh, Yarazino Rosenstrick. Oh, that was, uh, I'm glad you did that, Reed. Yeah, yeah. Guys, if I messed up the names, I apologize in advance. Uh, Naganu is minus 270. The dog on the take back is plus 210. Uh, Dana White is surprised Naganu is such a heavy favorite here. Uh, Dana White supposedly thinks Rosenstruck has a pretty good chance in this fight because he has a fighting experience and power. Uh, Rosenstruck is new to MMA, uh, but he has 90 kickboxing fights. Plus, Francis Naganu is nothing to play with as he has tremendous power. Which brings me to my next point. This is an underdog I find value in. There you go. Plus 210. You put up $1,000 to win uh, 2100 I find value in that 100%. So for you guys out there that are going to put a couple shekels, a couple dollars, a few hundred, I would be looking for that underdog as well in that particular fight. And once again, guys, UFC has three big cards in the next week. Uh, Saturday, then I think Thursday, and then the following Saturday. So shout out to Dana White for really stepping up, getting things going. Got to like Dana White. Absolutely. Uh, Major League Baseball, guys. Oh, yeah. This is what you're waiting for. Uh, Major League Baseball, the league is presenting a return to baseball proposal within a week. So players can possibly report to stream, spring training by mid-June. Big Skipper, you better pack your bag and get ready to roll, my friend, because we're coming back. Skip will be back in the saddle. We got that, that Major League Baseball information, uh, dealing with scouts, players, coaches. So VIP Sports is ready. Soon as you hear that, space, that baseball's getting ready to come back, make sure you give me a call so we can get you signed up for one of these promotions and start off with a fucking bang. Well, your, your sources Sunday night, we had the information a little bit early. 
Uh, well, I've been secretly telling people July yeah. by four. If you go to back to the last five podcasts, I've been saying around July 4th. Correct. So, well, you know, I can only tell them so much, Poppy, without just coming all the way out and telling them. We, we had some good information that the plan was going to be, and it looks like this is going to be the presented plan, that uh, teams will go back to spring training for a second time on June the 10th and resume on July the 1st. Uh, that's when they're going to come back. Teams will play in their home stadiums. It's going to be around a 100-game season. Uh, there will be no fans in the stadiums, um, and that's the way they're going to go forward. Uh, and I, yeah, well, I was going to say, all those degenerate people that love to go to the games, yeah. all you do now is sit at home, give me a call, and I'll show you how to make money rather than go there, get drunk, play around, and, not, and lose money. Right. Because you go to a baseball game, you're spending a few hundo right off the bat just off beer, a couple hot dogs. Fuck, you get three hot dogs and four beers, $100. Correct. So I'm going to show you how to turn that couple hundred dollars that you normally spend into the game uh, into a few thousand dollars sitting at the crib. And guys, we don't need fans in the, in the stands to make money. All we need is the game to play and be able to bet it, plain and fucking simple. Now, here's a question for you, and I want to ask our viewers here on the live chat too, guys, when this is airing, if you want to put some comments in. It's a question that I've been thinking about. When it comes now to football and sports, probably for the next year, possibly two years, where fans are not going to be at the games, the stands are going to be empty, do you think that we're going to now be charged to watch games at what, home? Like pay-per-view? Yeah. No, uh, absolutely not. Especially if you buy the NFL package, that'd be kind of like a double jeopardy. If they're offering you to buy NFL now, which I've already bought it for the year, right. how can they come back and change it? No, but I mean, I mean like other games, uh, like college. You it, mean added games that were at, never? I mean like, you know, on a Saturday, basically, if you have DirecTV or Fire Stick or whatever, you have access to a lot of games, 50, 60 games, right? But now, is it going to be where a network has a game for you, another network has a game, but now if you want other games, you're going to have to pay $4.99 or $5.99 because they're not going to have that gate sales of people at the games. They're not going to have the concession. They're going to try to figure out a way to make more money for sure, but right. I couldn't see DirecTV uh, trying to get more money for what we've already paid for. Okay, so you think that won't be a, a change there? We won't be paying for games? No, that's just going to get the owners and, and all the executives to realize that uh, they got to get fans back in the stands whenever they can. And what makes me laugh is because there's not going to be fans in the stands, right? But yet you'll be able to walk across the stadium and go to a bar that probably has 200 people in it touching each other, coughing on each other, farting on each other, getting drunk, and doing the same thing that they would do if they were at the game. Correct. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think as a few games play without the stands, America starts seeing that these bars are allowing people in, people are standing side by side, people are doing what they would be doing at the games, they'll eventually let them in quicker than normal. What what do you guys think? Put some comments in the live chat, put some comments in... uh, uh, for the podcast and everything like that. You guys think that fans should be allowed back at the game? Do you think they're going to be charging for the games? Let and how know. long do you think it's going to take before fans are in the stands? Yeah, let, it, let us know, guys. And uh, some of the best comments might get a T-shirt or a hoodie for next week. No doubt about it. Let's move right along to the NBA. Yes. The, uh, which is just as exciting as Major League Baseball. Yes, guys, sir. sports betting's coming back in full effect, and it's coming very, very soon. NBA, this Friday is a players-only phone call meeting, which will take place uh, as Cleveland, Portland, and Denver plan to open their practice facilities also on Friday. No, another good sign. Um, uh, you think? Yeah. They're opening up practice facilities. The guys are coming back practicing, getting ready to play. That's a sign that they're going to play. Yeah, I mean, you've had some information. There's been some media reports that the playoff teams, obviously, those, those teams and organizations want to get back. But teams like Detroit, teams like Atlanta, the Knicks, 
they don't want to. The owners, uh, the management, the coaches, the players, they don't see any benefit to them coming back resuming to play five or seven regular season games to risk injury. A team like Golden State, why would Steph Curry come back to play five or seven games to risk injury? There's no real benefit. They're not going to have fans in the stands. So, you know, to me, it's very logical. Let's take the top 16 teams. GM. You're right. If, if they want to, even if this year you want to do something totally untraditional, if you want to put all 16 teams, put them in a hat and draw seeds. So you could have untraditional matchups like the Lakers versus Milwaukee in the first round or the Lakers versus the Clippers. But do something. Take those 16 teams that want to go and do something. Put them here in Vegas. Put them at Disney World. Bring their families. We have the ability to, to accommodate all of them. Yeah, right. no doubt about it. And they, like, like you said, the MGM's not open. They could literally house every NBA team in the fucking league, open up food, let them get fucking room service, and they can go live their life over there as completely normal, not even be around each other. Right. You right. know how many floors are at the MGM? You can have every team. They don't even see each other. Correct. The kids, there's But then again, you get that many NBA players, they're going to be wondering when the strip clubs are opening That's, ASAP. You know what I mean? It'll be the first time they visit Vegas and then have their uh, significant others here and. uh aren't out uh, playing around. That's well, sure. well, not to mention, another good thing about them coming and hosting in Vegas is marijuana dispensaries are delivering. So <laughs> they can get their marijuana delivered and uh, they can do whatever they got to do. That's for sure. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, some more NBA news. Uh, in, in New York, someone broke into Patrick Ewing's home and stole both of his Olympic gold medals and his Georgetown NCAA championship ring. Uh, I heard he was able to get his NCAA ring back because someone tried to sell it on eBay. Now, if you robbed my house, and I see my ring on eBay. I'm going to buy that ring for the guy, tell him I want to meet him in person. I'm going to handcuff that motherfucker, and I'm going to get to the bottom of who broke in my house and stole my shit. Are you bringing O.J. Simpson with you? Uh, no, I don't need no fucking O.J. No? I'll bring a crew of experts designed to get the job done. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need no fucking O.J. But no. yeah, Patrick, if you got one guy on eBay, sounds like you got a pretty good lead to find out who broke in your house. And during COVID, how the fuck are people breaking into your house without you knowing anyway? Yeah, come on, Patrick. What the hell? You're over there balling out of control. Get a little bit better security, man. You try to break into my house with my camera system, I'm going to know who it was immediately. It's been a pretty bad week for Patrick because if it couldn't get any worse uh, for Patrick, Charles Oakley said it was Patrick Ewing's fault that the Knicks couldn't get past Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Oakley said that Ewing took too many fadeaways and Ewing didn't have the drive to match Michael Jordan. So here's a question for you. Are Charles Oakley's comments fair or unfair? 100% fair. I remember that vividly, and he was a ball hog, and he had his same little move. And uh, you're not, I mean, even though his shot was perfected, it's not a, it wasn't perfected enough to go head up with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan does his shot, so you want to come back and shoot? He could have passed the ball, and, and, and I agree with uh, Oakley 110%. Well, here's a stat for you, though, that does help Ewing. In those Eastern Conference Finals that year, Michael Jordan only made one more basket than Patrick Ewing, and Jordan took 40 more shots. However, Patrick Ewing is no shooter like Michael Jordan. That is correct, and he didn't take as many shots. However, he was trying to get the job done, and one thing I will give credit to Patrick Ewing, he was the leader of the team, and it's real simple. You give the guy who's the best on your fucking team the ball and let him do his thing, no different than Chicago was given to Michael.
Well, talking about Michael Jordan, you're the Michael Jordan of the industry, and these guys love to see sportsbook reviews, and we had one over at Arizona Charlie's. And if you remember, security was chasing us around that day. Oh, absolutely. So I want to show you. Is that what guys. we're going to do? Yeah, we're going to show them the Arizona Charlie Sportsbook Review right now. As you guys know, I'm doing sportsbook reviews. Obviously, I can't do them right now. My goal is to do every casino in the state of Nevada. That way, when you guys plan your trip to come out here, you know all about the sportsbook. You know how much money they take. You know what sports you're able to, to bet. And you know the atmosphere of the casino. That way, you're not in for... Uh, a surprise when you get out to Las Vegas. We're going to run Arizona Charlie's. Security was chasing me all around the fucking hotel, making it very difficult to get this one done. But check out the Arizona Charlie's Sportsbook Review. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Stevens back with my sports book review, sitting here at Arizona Charlie's, right in the middle of Decatur in Charleston. It's owned by William Hill, so they do take a variety amount of sports. Uh, they take hockey, they take tennis, they take soccer, they take golf, UFC, NASCAR, boxing. It's a good sports book. William Hill actually just re recently came and revamped the sports book and made it a little nicer. I mean, depending on which way you walk in the doors, you come through the front, you'll smell a little throw up, maybe a mix of a strip club at maybe at 9 a.m. in the morning. You walk through the side door like I just did, and you're going to get a whiff of the crystal meth that they're making upstairs in the lab. So you want to be careful if you're coming over here to Arizona Charlie's. This is the hood. When you're in the sports book, you might see a guy sleeping, but be careful. He's sitting there sleeping. Wait till you hit your sports ticket and rob you outside. I mean, will you see a drifter sitting in the book next to you? Absolutely. Is this a casino that I come to and hang out? No. But if you're in the area, is it a nice place that takes all bets, a guy that you could get $1,000 off? Absolutely. One thing about Arizona Charlie's is they have maxes. They're not going to let you bet $5,000. they are not going to let you bet several thousands on different sports. But if you want to get off $500 or you're a parlay guy, this is the place for you. Will you see senior citizens walking in and out every five seconds? Absolutely. Does it smell like Ben Gay inside the sports books? Absolutely. On a 1 to 10, I give it a 6. Uh, and the reason why, like I said, they cleaned it up, they got a nice sports book, they allow you to take bets, but the atmosphere around you is terrible. You better be strapped up if you hit anything over $1,000 because you might get robbed in the parking lot. But if you're a local and you live around here, nice place to get in and out, get your bet off. They got a Subway in there, they got a couple different restaurants to get you a sandwich, they keep free drink tickets going. But overall, I give Arizona Charlie's a six. The only time you want to come in this motherfucker is if you're in the area and fiending to get off a bet. Let's go get that money, and I'll talk to you soon. Fair enough? See me on the way out, so we're going to start it up for you. You're the man. Thanks a lot, fellas. I appreciate it, man. I'll see you guys in a little bit. I remember that Arizona Charlie's fucking review. Anyway, guys, I hope you uh, enjoyed the review. I'm releasing the ones that I've already done. And uh, around June, 
I will get back at it or whenever the casinos are open and I'll get every one of these casinos reviewed for you guys. That way you know which one to choose yeah, from. Um, amazing. All the high-end casinos we go to, they have no problem. The low-end casino that we go to, they're the one chasing us around trying to get the hell out of there. Especially Arizona Charlie's. You should be worried about the guys up in, on the third floor making crystal meth. Correct. You walk in the side door over there, it smells like straight crystal meth in the whole fucking building. Yep. Anyway, guys, it is what it is. We got it done anyway. We always do, don't we? We do. Anyway, here's an NFL question. Odell Beckham Jr. thinks 2020 will be among his best seasons. Here's my question. Is OBJ an elite receiver or just a guy who made possible or made it possible or possibly the greatest catch in NFL history? Yeah. So uh, is he an elite receiver or is he just a guy that possibly made the greatest catch in NFL history and thus became overhyped? Uh, well, he had mastered those fucking one-handed catches, which I give him 110% uh, on. However, uh, yeah, he's an elite receiver. No fucking doubt about it. Uh, he's one of the best receivers in the league right now. Um, you know, he talks a little shit. His mouthpiece and, and social media gets him in trouble a lot, which he should back off. But uh, without hating on the guy, my opinion, he's definitely an elite receiver. Uh, he's definitely an elite receiver. He needs to calm the antics down. He needs to go to work. He needs to go get a guy like Jerry Rice, who went to work every single day, put in all that time into his craft, was a gentleman off the field, gentleman on the field, and just went out and did his, his work and was one of the best, if not the best ever. That's what Odell Beckham needs to do. Well, with a guy looking to get paid, what is he supposed to say? He's going to have the worst season he's yeah, ever exactly. fucking had. So he's just trying to say what he's trying to say to get everybody hyped up so he can get some fucking money. Anyway, here's an NFL poll question. An overwhelming amount of fans said Patrick uh, Mahomes is the current GOAT at the quarterback position. Here's a new question for you guys. We all know that Pat Mahomes is a stud, but if you needed one final drive to win the big game, are, are you taking 2020 Brady or 2020 Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to roll with Mahomes, as fucked up as it is to say. Brady's still the comeback king. That's a tough one right there. But I'm going with the young stud all day long who has better feet, more mobility, and can run and get the job done. If uh, Brady doesn't have receivers to take his fucking throws, that's, he's fucked. You know, to me, that's a tough question. I don't think you can go wrong with either guy. But for me, I would take the experience. I would take Tom Brady. A lot of it depends. I'm new against, school, brother. A lot of it depends against what team you're playing. You know, if, if it's a team that's going to blitz you and you need a mobile quarterback, then obviously you need Mahomes. If it's a that, team. The, the, but the question is, if you needed one final drive to win the big game, yeah. are you taking Brady or Mahomes? I'm taking Tom Brady. Go look at his career. It's How hard times? for me to go against Brady. It's a toss-up. I already said Mahomes, but uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with Brady. He's the kingpin of last-minute drives. And guys, don't forget, in the NFL, uh, they're running a three-hour special tonight, schedule release. Uh, against, uh, this is all contingent upon covid uh, being okay and everything like that, but they're doing a three-hour special tonight, schedule release, and uh, the boss over there has already told you a schedule leak. The first week is supposed to be Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. No doubt. Anyway, let's move into a little boxing news. A good friend of mine, recent video clip showed 53-year-old Iron Mike Tyson working out with gloves uh, on. A famous boxing trainer said after watching the video, Mike Tyson has the hand speed and the power of a 21-year-old fighter. Here's the question. Do you think Mike Tyson will fight again and maybe exhibition match? Uh, if he fights again, it's definitely going to be an exhibition match. Could Mike Tyson come back and compete with these heavyweight fighters? Absolutely not. 
And I hate saying that because Michael Steele beat my motherfucking ass in the streets. But as far as boxing and his craft, he has no chance going against these new heavyweight guys out there. They beat the shit out of him. Now, could I see an exhibition match? I if actually want to see an exhibition match. If the money is right, like uh, our neighbor over there, Money May, if Money May could make something happen and the money is there, oh, yeah, you could definitely see something. But you're right. It, it could, could, you know, a, a 53-year-old Mike Tyson go out and face uh, Wilder or no, he, he couldn't. It's just physically Even impossible. Fury. Huh? It's just... It's, it's not happening. However, to me, best fighter of all time. I love Iron Mike, a uh, friend of mine, and I would love to see an exhibition match with Iron Mike Tyson. I'm sure you guys would, too. I, I did want to bring up a couple odds and ends here. Um, in soccer, the Bundesliga, which is the top German league, they are coming back starting May 15th to play. Uh, a couple of leagues over in Europe have resumed training. The Premier League over in England, one of the top leagues in the world, they're talking about coming back. So that's a very good news. Horse racing, Churchill Downs, where the Kentucky Derby is held. Uh, that's going to be over on September the 2nd, the Derby. But Churchill Downs will resume racing on uh, May the 16th. Santa Anita is trying to open up their meet for uh, May the 15th. So things are coming back, guys. We're going to have things to wager on. Sports is going to be here. We're going to have the horse information. Make sure you call Jack the Track. Uh, things are looking up, guys. Things are opening up. So take advantage, VIP Sports. Sports betting is coming back very, very soon. Make sure you guys are ready. Make sure you give me a call. I'll make you more money than you've ever fucking imagined. Plain and simple. Hopefully everyone had a safe stay at home during Cinco de Mayo. There was a lot of beer drinking done on Cinco de Mayo. Light beer companies are saying their sales of light beer have gone through the roof during the stay at home order. Here's the poll question. For all the beer drinkers out there, what is your favorite beer to drink on a regular basis? My answer, Heineken Light. I don't drink beer. Well, you're not a beer drinker. That question ain't for you. For all you beer drinkers out there, I want you to make a comment. What is your favorite beer to drink on a daily basis? Mine is Heineken Light, and I can see why light beers are going through the roof because everyone's at home. They're trying to stay healthy. I'm going to drink beer, so I'm going to drink light beer. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I, I got to stop you here real quick. If anybody follows your social medias, with a lot of you guys do, uh, you and a friend of yours coined a new phrase on Cinco de Mayo. It's now Cinco de Drinco. Cinco de Drinco. And, and, and you were having quite the party on Cinco de Mayo, if I recall. Well, yeah, it was just a party with, uh, you know, my, my girl Carly Vegas out there. We partied on ourselves, did our thing, put the kids to sleep, drank a couple bottles of wine, and uh, did what we had to do. You know what I mean? It was a night filled with ecstasy. Yeah, Car Carly looked And I ain't talking about the drug. Night. Night. Yeah. yeah, Carly uh, looked pretty good that night. And she wasn't even dressed up, and neither was I. Guys, these photos that I've been taking of me or me and my girl, me and the kids, that's not me dressed up out on the town. That's giving you the real Steve Stevens sitting at home in his t-shirt, letting you know that I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. You want to see anything about Master Closer before we get up out of here? Yeah, I, I want to I give them a preview of Master Closer. You know, we've talked a lot about Master Closer. We have the website, guys. You want to go to the website, it's mastercloser101.com. Definitely order, invest in yourself. But I want to show them a, a couple minute clips so they can really see what the whole course is about. There's no sense of uh, running the clip and then come back and talking. So right. let's just end the show. We'll end it with the clip. But here's one thing that I will say, guys. It took me two years to make. It is literally the most modern-day, up-to-date uh, virtual training sales course you will ever see in your entire life. You will learn modern-day closing techniques, uh, voice fluctuation, mindset. There's over four courses with over 30 chapters how to elevate your game to a whole nother level. Remember, when we get back to work, you're not necessarily going to be guaranteed your job. 
So what you want to do is you want to be better than everybody else. And when you do get back to your job, not only do you get your old job back, but you take your boss's job as well. There's no better time than now during COVID to train, to make yourself and better. Like I said, in sports, uh, my, my motto, my slogan is absolute blowout winner. In Master Closer 101, the slogan is invest in yourself. You guys are the best asset you have on this planet. Make sure you invest in yourself. Check out this clip. On behalf of VIP Sports and myself, we love you. Get ready for sports betting to come back. And remember, don't let the players be the only ones that get paid. Make sure you call or DM me right away for Master Closer 101 to elevate your game to the expert level. We love you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Hello again. Remember, guys, you have to have a positive mindset and attitude. You have to be assured of yourself that the product you're selling is the best product on the market. You have to believe in your product, and you have to have the client believe that it's the best product on the market, and you have to show him that he needs it. Because after all, if you don't believe in your product, your client sure as hell won't believe in it either. It's extremely important that you are excited about the product or service that you're selling. Let me give you guys an example. If you're selling lower interest rates, you have to apply to the greed. You're going to tell the company or the client how much money that you're going to save them. If you're selling life care or vitamins, you're going to have to tell the client how long he's going to live or how it's going to better his health. If you're selling an investment, you have to apply to the greed. Tell him how much money he's going to make in this investment, how it's going to change his life. You have to believe in your product 110% because if you don't believe in your product, nobody else will. Sales jobs will change throughout your sales career, I guarantee it. You will do a wide variety of sales of different products and services. Once you're a master closer, it doesn't matter what you sell because you can move mountains and you'll be able to sell anybody at any time and not take no for an answer. A great skill for knowing your product is to write down the best reasons for the customer to buy today as related to your product. If you come up short, Ask one of your coworkers or a manager, what's the top 10 reasons why this client should buy? Put the list on your desk, memorize it. These are things that will help you create a want for your product. It'll highlight your product and more importantly, show the benefit to the client of him purchasing your product, how it's gonna change him, show the need for the product. That's the way to become a master closer. It's Steve Stevens, I bust your bookie head open Split it to the white meat, I ain't joking Me and Dirt Bomb in the ghost float Straight OG like that kush I be smoking It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it A little white girl around, I might sniff it Popping bub in the club, so twisted My pops keeps telling me to go get it So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers I'm talking about five figures, I need a few shots of liquor Might need another zipper if the bomb play me Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady When it comes to betting sports, Steve Stevens a beast Need a certified winning call, VIP Sports Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like pop Talk it must be the money talking. It must be the money talking.